Hi, I'm Brett Larkin. This is the Yoga Hacks podcast. And today's podcast is going to be a little different from any one that I've done before in that in this podcast, I'm going to focus on answering some questions that have come in over the past couple weeks, things that you have asked. And if one person asks a question, I really figure that other people must have that question too. And with everything that our community is about, sharing yoga online, sharing what inspires us, it really just makes sense to me to make sure to share these answers um, to questions with as many people as possible. So question number one is from Kathy, and she wrote in and she said, I love your beginner yoga video and your yoga for athletes, and I've been doing them every morning for two months. I'm trying to go to the next level, but I find sweaty yoga workout sequence too fast for me to follow. Is there another video that you would recommend progressing to? And this question really talks to the intermediate practitioner, right? Um, And I'm sure some of you are also in this camp where you've maybe moved through the beginner videos. And as a reminder, if you're not using the playlists feature on YouTube, you definitely want to be doing that. So if you navigate to my YouTube channel and just search around for the playlist button, I actually categorize classes for you. Uh, morning classes, night type classes, beginner classes, classes grouped by 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. So I think a lot of you don't know and YouTube doesn't do a great job and I don't do a great job making sure that you know that that feature is there. So if you kind of want to look at classes grouped by level or time, you can use the playlist feature and it'll really help you sort of find the right class for you. But back to Kathy's point and question is I don't have an intermediate playlist. So grab a pen uh, or a pencil or your phone, and these are the names of some classes I'd recommend if you are intermediate. And of course, really work your way through the beginner playlist first, because there's a lot of great classes on there. And as a cue as well, just so you guys know, anytime I call a class power something like power yoga flow or sweaty something like sweaty yoga sequence usually those classes are going to be a little bit faster and more advanced and you know they're really designed to kind of make you sweat sweaty power so when you see those kind of words if you're someone who likes the style where I teach slower you know just maybe avoid those classes and look for titles that don't have sweaty or power in the in the title so that's a little tip and there's a lot of those So for intermediate, I would really recommend my shoulder saver routine. It's called backpack shoulder saver routine. So again, to find these, you can just go to YouTube, type my name, Brett Larkin, and then shoulder saver, backpack, yoga, you know, stuff like that. And it'll come up if you don't find it on a playlist. Another one that I'd really recommend is my yoga for better posture. So again, you can Google uh, in YouTube search bar. Yoga for Better Posture, I think, is a great intermediate class. Improve Your Balance Flow is a recent one I filmed that I think is also great for intermediate. That's another one you can Google. My Detoxifying Yoga Flow, great intermediate class. That's one of the early videos I put on YouTube, and it's really popular. I think it's even on the front page of my channel, so Detox Yoga Flow. And in conjunction with that, there's the first video I ever put up on YouTube. It's called Yoga Sequence 45 Minutes, and it's also on the uh, main page of my channel, so really easy to find. 
Um, just Google yoga sequence, <laughs> Brett Larkin, if you don't uh, find it. And I'll put links to all of these below this podcast as well for easy access. Um, that's another great one. Just great all, all levels class. Both my hip pain videos, yoga for hip pain and hip emergency, I think are good for beginners. And then if you're looking for long, full hour, 60 minute classes, again, two of my older classes, one is called yoga to reset and reconnect. Another is called immune boosting yoga. I think those are also both good intermediate choices. There's also a vinyasa for neck and shoulder tension that I think is good. Um, so I'm still figuring out how to do levels on YouTube. There is a class that I made about how to modify common yoga poses. So definitely check out that video because if you watch that video and see how to modify poses, you can, again, maybe work with a lot more videos that are on YouTube. And again, I'm going to put the link to all the videos I mentioned below this podcast for easy reference. So we'll have like an intermediate list (laughs) that can be shared. So Kathy, I hope this was helpful. Okay, question number two comes from Emily. I hope I'm saying her name right. I think from France. And she had a question about having a lot of uh, pain and tightness on one side of her body when she does poses like warrior three and pyramid pose and reverse triangle. So a big thing I want to touch on here is just the difference between sensation and pain, right? So for example, when you do warrior three, it's, it's quite normal for your leg, your standing leg to be shaking a little bit. Um, same with reverse triangle, you know, your legs are like really pulling and sucking towards one another because these are challenging poses. However, if you're feeling pain, right, and a lot of yoga, our whole practice is about really getting dialed in to what it means for us to have sensation compared to pain because sensation, the musculature engaging, or a muscle even shaking a little bit because it's working so hard. Those are all good things. But anything that feels just not right, feels like a sharp pain, feels like it's tightening something in a bad way instead of releasing it, you just don't want to do those poses. You always need to listen to your body and remember that your practice is here to serve you. Um, The asanas are supposed to serve your body, not you constantly trying to make yourself do the poses. And I think if you can come back to that principle of your practice is here to open you up and you can modify your practice in whatever way you need to, to do that, honestly, to me, that is the definition of an advanced practice. And I have an entire podcast about how I define an advanced yoga practice. So you can listen to that if you want a little more just inspiration about personalizing your practice and I go a little deeper into that concept but the the big thing I want to say to Emily is like if this class that these poses are a struggle in a bad way not in a good way you don't want to do them right you want to modify them and do other poses that you think are going to open up your side body or open up the area that you're having an issue with. So again, don't worry. This is the beauty of a home practice. Don't worry about following my sequence or maybe follow the sequence. But when it comes to that series of poses that you're talking about that you find really doesn't serve your left side, maybe feels like it's tightening it instead of opening it, do something else on that side. And for some suggestions, I really want you to take a class I have on YouTube 
that's completely free and it's called Easy Yoga for Stress, Yoga for Stress Somatics Class, 30 Minutes. So this class, I do a lot of seated therapeutic movements that open the side body. So I think that if you do that class, you'll get some ideas of how you can use your yoga practice to actually open your side body. And then when you're doing other sequences of mine, insert those poses instead of whatever I'm teaching if the pose doesn't feel right and then you know rejoin the sequence as you need to. Another one you might want to look at is my yoga sequence for hip pain, gentle hip opening flow, because I think that will open your psoas, your hips, and in that particular hip uh, video, I do a lot of movements like with walking your torso to one side and the other, so it's also accessing hip, psoas, side body, all at the same time. So I think between doing those two classes, you'll get some ideas of therapeutic poses that you can insert instead of the poses that are not serving you. And a lot of times we need to open the body and work through you know, stress and tightness and bound fascia before we can strengthen. And that's my next tip, <laughs> which is that um, if you're interested in really working with your fascia therapeutically, I have a video and a myofascial release ball, which I can ship you and I show you how I roll with the ball at home to um, really open up side body, shoulders, back. And it sounds like you're doing some massage therapy and this could be a great addition to that. And I'll put the link to everything below. That course on my website is called Roll It Out. And it's um, kind of a mini preview of my bigger course, Always Be Stretching, where I ship you the five yoga props and teach you all about restorative yoga, doing yoga throughout your daily life. Um, so that's something to, to check out. And I hope that was helpful. Just big reminder to everyone, if poses are hurting you in a bad way, skip them. This is the beauty of the home practice. I don't want you to do everything in the video that I'm doing. That's not the goal. The goal is to really have a practice that serves you and empowers you and is unique and dialed into your body. So if you're switching out poses because you know you have an injury or you know you have something going on with one side compared to the other, please, please, please modify for that and know that I'm cheering for you and supporting you to modify for that from you know all the way across the world where I am here. Third and last question for this podcast came up in my private Facebook group. If you are a Facebook user and you're not in our private Facebook group, you should definitely join. All you have to do is go to Yoga Hacks Community. So it's yoga and then hacks with an H, H-A-C-K-S, community.com. And I'll approve you. We have an amazing group in there. And the question of hyperextension in the leg, so if you are hyperextended or if you tend to lock your knees in yoga, what we can do to avoid that. And, you know, not everyone has hyperextension. Some people have extreme hyperextension where the knee literally buckles back behind the leg. But all of us, all of us can use these tips because um, any of us can easily just sit in our joints and what that means is, you know, you're just kind of stacking one, you're stacking um, your joints, like the knee joint, for example, and the, the, there's rubbing, like the bones and the tendons are rubbing on one another instead of engaging the musculature and pulling up through your legs. So even if you don't suffer from um, hyperextended knees and elbows and stuff, the, the cues I'm going to talk about here are going to be helpful no matter what. And I just wanted to remind us all how to pull up through our legs in a, our yoga practice. This is something that I'm 
still constantly working on and I wrote about it in the private Facebook group but there are just a couple more details I thought it would be fun to share and talk about because as I, I've been taking a lot of ballet class recently and Pilates and just exploring a lot of forms of exercise as I love to do and it's really just a common theme in all of these fitness disciplines talk about it in different ways but it really is the same concept so in order, if you are hyperextended in your knees and in your joints, you always want to have your knees microbent step one. And that kind of goes for all of us. A lot of times I say in class, engage your legs so much that your kneecaps lift. Okay, and if you're hyperextended, don't listen to that cue, right? That's for the that's a great cue for the 98% of the population who, you know, when they really engage the muscles in their legs, they feel that slight sort of engagement lifting of the kneecap, and it's just a cue to help people engage their legs. Um, again, a lot of yoga cues, you know, we just give the universal cue. If, you're if you have hyperextended knees, please do not lift your kneecaps. Instead, keep your knees micro-bent. And even with your knees micro-bent, you can still work on firming your legs. And if you're listening to this podcast anywhere where you can stand, I'd really invite you right now to just stand up have your legs as if you were in triangle. You can just make a mini small triangle. So front heel, biceps, back arch, back foot is at 45 degrees. And I just want you to feel like magnetize your legs towards one another. So it's like you wanted your mat to bubble up in the center or like if you were on a mat, it would squeeze like and bubble between your legs because you're moving your legs towards one another energetically so much. And from there, press your toes and your heels down and pull up through the arches of your feet. And you'll just see your legs are so engaged and you can touch your thigh bone and it should feel like a rock, like solid. And now let all that go, like stop magnetizing your legs towards another, just hang out like you're waiting for the bus. And you can feel your thigh muscle, it doesn't have that same energy of pulling up through the legs. And you can bring your legs together now and even in Tadasana, if you have a block at home, um, squeeze a block between your inner thighs or a book. So place it right below your crotch in between your inner thighs, a book or a block, the um, narrow way. And just squeeze the block as hard as possible. Or you can put your fist right there right now and squeeze as hard as possible. Squeeze your fist, squeeze your fist, squeeze your fist. You'll see how much your legs engage. If you're hyperextended, always keep the knees micro-bent. If you're not, you don't have to worry about that. Um, but when you do an exercise like that, like squeezing the fist super, super hard, you see how much engagement um, you really need to have in the legs. And what the crazy thing is, we want to have that amount of engagement in the legs in every single yoga posture we do. Even in balancing poses where we're on one leg, we want to have that much engagement in both legs, um, magnetizing towards one another, even if one leg is off the ground. So... Those of you that, um, it, it's just really interesting to me because some people go to a yoga class and they're like, oh, that class wasn't hard enough. And the reality is if you know how to activate your muscles and do this kind of work, any class you go to, you can make extremely hard and you can make yourself work very hard because you know um, how engaged you're actually supposed to be in every single pose. So every time you're in a pose, think about that magnetizing of the legs and then you know, all of this is contributing to the bandhas and the energetic lock systems in the body, which I'm not going to cover in this podcast, but I am hopefully going to talk about the bandhas and go deeper on some of those energetics um, in my New Year's yoga challenge. 
which you should be able to sign up for and get really soon. So if you haven't heard, we're doing 18 days of yoga for the new year. It's going to be an 18-day yoga challenge, January 1st or 2nd through the 18th or 19th, a yoga class every single day. Super, super excited about that. Um, so I hope that is helpful for those of you just wondering about hyperextension or how to pull up through your legs more. And just to, to bring it back to the ballet, one thing my ballet teacher said, which I thought was so cool, and you can stand with your legs in a small first position right now, so just heels touching, toes out at 45 degrees, and pull up through your legs, again, imagining, like, squeeze your seat, pull, pull up through the arches of your feet, pull your legs towards one another. And she described this as like a mermaid's tail, right? So it's like your legs are wrapping together so much, like they're forming a mermaid tail. And I love that image of the mermaid tail. I thought that was really cool. Um, so hopefully that's, again, I just try to say these things in as many ways as I can because different verbiage and cues resonate for different people's brains. So hopefully some of this was, uh, was helpful to you. So as always, thank you so, so much for listening. Make sure to get on my newsletter on my website. If you have not signed up, that's going to make sure you get all the New Year's challenge videos. Uh, are up to date with everything going on in the community and on YouTube. So brettlarkin.com, just enter your email address there to make sure that we can stay in touch. If you use Facebook, of course, get in the private Facebook group. It's Yoga Hacks, H-A-C-K-S, community.com. I'm trying to put together more opportunities for us to get together in person, the first of which is my uh, Your Personal Renaissance Italian yoga retreat. So if you want to come to Italy with me in June, be sure to let me know. If you've already let me know, that's great. Um, I have all the pricing and detailed itinerary for that coming out uh, in just a couple days. And I'm so, so, so excited about it. We are going to be going to the Uffizi galleries. We are going to be studying art and architecture. This whole retreat is about using art and yoga as a vehicle for personal transformation. We are going to be staying in the city of Florence for four or five days and then moving to a private villa um, for the remainder of the trip. This is a completely luxury tour um, that I'm putting together with an incredible wellness retreat company that has a team in the ground in Italy scoping everything out for us Everything is going to be organic and nourishing food. We can accommodate diets if you're vegan um, or vegetarian. We have a wellness concierge who's going to be traveling with me and all of you on the trip, really just taking care of our every need. It's really like white glove, <laughs> once-in-a-lifetime uh, retreat, um, studying art and architecture uh, and the Renaissance and yoga in Italy. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure to check out all the details on my website. And as always, from my heart to yours, keep sending me your questions and your feedback and uh, just sending lots of love. Until next time, keep stretching, keep taking care of your body.